Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Welcome to another episode of Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to be to grow and scale profitable practices. We are your hosts, Huyen Chung and Stephen Tate, and today we're going to chat about how to handle negative reviews and what it means for your business. Just recently, I was on my way out on a Saturday night and I got a panicky message from one of my clients. He had received a threatening email for my patient who was unhappy with his recent consultation and he said he was going to leave a bad review online. Of course, this is a situation no healthcare practitioner ever wants to deal with because it has a serious potential to damage a doctor's reputation, which is a key success element to his or her business. Doctors are usually very sensitive about reputation, and you know that. I mean, of course, all small business owners have strong links between their personal identity and their business identity, but doctors often take negative patient reviews even more personally than most. And so we need to take steps to manage the review process. Did you know that patients see you long before you see them? That's from research from Becker's Hospital Review that shows that almost 80% of patients conduct online research before making an appointment with a physician. Most prospective patients' first impression of a provider or healthcare organization occurs online before they even step foot inside the facility. People today, they Google everything. With a fingertip clip, your name and practice are exposed to the whole world. And a lot of healthcare professionals have no idea that this can make or break your online reputation. So today we're talking about reviews on third-party sites such as Google, Facebook, RealSelf, RateMDs, TrueLocal, and even Yelp. And that is why, in this podcast, we outline the complete guide for managing the review cycle, which will make it easier to deal with negative online reviews about your practice. Well, first of all, preventing negative reviews is the key. We have some great preventative steps that will improve the review process, minimizing your chances of getting negative reviews. This includes facilitating communication before they go online, Checking in with your patients before they leave the practice. Consistently providing an exceptional experience. And finally, using online surveys to identify areas needing improvement. And we'll elaborate on these options in the following guide. Absolutely. The uh, first part of the review process is to have a patient feedback page on your website. A patient feedback page provides a place for patients to leave remarks about their appointment experience in a confidential, non-public forum. Having a dedicated patient care team staff member enables the practice to quickly and efficiently address patient concerns, ensuring patients feel that they are being heard by the practice. But how do you get them to provide reviews on your website? Well, this leads to our second step. You need to Ask patients for their feedback. It sounds simple enough, but you'd be surprised how many people don't ask their patients for feedback. 
immediately after the appointment is a great time to ask feedback from your patients. Asking for feedback is a fantastic method to find points of improvement and handle small problems before they become larger issues. Making providing feedback quick and easy with a simple form tool like Google Forms, which is free and will do the job nicely. Ask your patients if they were happy with how their visit went and provide a scale response options. The answer can be fed into your marketing automation software. And if they selected, I was thrilled with my visit today, you can move them to next step, which is... Asking them for an online public review. Now, one of the best preventative strategies to maintain your online reputation and minimize the impact of negative reviews is to just get more positive reviews. I mean, more positive reviews will outweigh the negative ones and push them further down the review page out of patient sight. So, the best way to keep your online reputation glowingly positive is to invite your most satisfied patients to review your practice. So, Let the positive review that you just got on your website trigger an automated campaign email that invites them to leave you a review somewhere online. Make it easy for them to do this by specifying exactly where you want them to post their review and perhaps even link them directly to the page. Making it simpler and faster and easier really ensures that you'll get a lot more positive reviews. Actually, we've previously discussed the importance of patient reviews and the four key factors to getting more positive reviews on our Online Marketing for Doctors podcast. So if you haven't listened to that yet, check out the link in the show notes below to make sure you don't miss our great tips. Great. So... Now that we're handling reviews and hopefully mainly positive ones, but also potentially negative ones too, how do you monitor your online reputation? You know, how do you keep up to date with all the mentions of you and your brand or even your competitors? It's virtually impossible to monitor everything that happens online nowadays, but Fortunately, there are some great web monitoring tools that can help keep us informed. Google Alerts is a free tool that allows you to track chosen keywords and phrases. You will never miss any important conversation happening across the web anymore. A great example would be to use your name, practice name, as a keyword. Google Alerts will then send you a notification when it finds any new web results containing your keywords. It is so easy and we made it even easier for you by putting the link to Google Alerts below in our show notes. So why not give it a try? So let's talk about the big question of this podcast. If you have a bad review, what will you do? Yeah, no, that is a big question that we get a lot. I mean, Every medical practice will have an unhappy patient at some point who will leave a negative review. I mean, your online reputation, though, is crucial. So you'll want to neutralize the situation as soon as the review is posted with a few simple and effective steps. Now, first, try to respond privately and quickly. It is always worthwhile to try to reach out to the patient privately and as quickly as you possibly can. If there's been a misunderstanding, you know, this offers a great opportunity to clarify what happened. Consider calling them or or maybe offering a free appointment meeting to allow the patient to talk about the issues they've encountered and maybe just clear the air. This is a golden opportunity to peacefully and amicably resolve the problem. In a worst case scenario, and they refuse to talk it out, 
Offering a refund may be the simplest solution to addressing the patient's concerns and getting them to remove the review. In this instance, you need to ensure the patient understands that you've done your best on their particular case and that even if you offer a refund, it doesn't constitute an admission of professional error. If the patient is happy afterwards, you can ask them to take down the review. But what do you do in case you have to respond publicly? I mean, sometimes privately reaching out to the patient may simply not be possible. And if this is the case, then you need to respond to their comments publicly. And this is tough because you open yourself to more easy-to-post online criticism and feedback from either the poster themselves or other people. So it is key that you don't inflame sentiments with your public response. And also, please remember that even when a review criticizes a doctor's medical advice, a healthcare practitioner can't respond with specifics about the patient's circumstances unless the patient consents. Instead, use this opportunity to describe your standard protocols under specified conditions. If the review is accurate, unfortunately, considering apologizing and explaining how you intend to rectify this problem in the future, it's inevitable that um, practitioners and staff will sometimes make mistakes, whether they are related to diagnosis or customer service at the front desk. If there's evidence the patient's complaint is valid, a sincere public apology, and your intentions for handling this issue in the future may be the best bet. Exactly. I mean, in most cases, patient reviews address issues other than the medical advice. They include maybe problems with parking or office managers, billing practices, maybe even like operating hours or bedside manners. While none of these come from the quality of a doctor's medical advice, these issues do matter to existing and prospective patients. And so you, they should be considered carefully when addressing your business practices. Patient reviews, they can provide doctors with incredibly valuable feedback about what they're doing right with their practice and what aspects they might want to revisit to help you to continue to improve your business. After all, patients don't actually expect doctors to be perfect, but they do expect doctors to learn from their mistakes. Well, a good example of this is a recent review on Park Clinic Plastic Surgery's Google My Business Listing Profile. And I've included a link to the screenshot in this show note below so you can see it for yourself. After a former patient left a one-star Google review on her tummy tuck, the practice replied publicly. Now, although they acknowledged her concerns and her disappointment with the outcome, the practice didn't agree with the patient and instead reinforced that they had achieved providing before and after photos as proof of their work. To some people, their response could appear legitimate and justified. To others, it could just add fuel to the fire. But more so, it's crucial to remember the legality of what you post online. In this instance, the plastic surgeon should have sought legal advice prior to making the patient's before and after photos available online. 
at this micro-fine line of doctor's-patient's confidentiality. And so this leads us into the final advice on how you can best handle negative online reviews, and that's to seek legal advice on defamation proceedings and really avoid lawsuits if at all possible. I mean, if the actions taken by the patient are not acceptable to you, I mean, the remaining option is to consider instituting defamation proceedings. The law in this area is complex and it is advisable to obtain prompt legal advice as time limits apply to bringing about defamation action. But we do have a word of warning for you here. Successful defamation actions are rare in our experience. Defamation suits particularly those involving doctors, attract significant media attention, which can potentially cause further damage to the doctor's reputation. And also, defamation suits are usually very costly. An example of attracting significant media attention, you might have heard about the case of Australia's largest private dental practice, Smile Solutions. They employed almost 50 dentists, specialists and hygienists and have spent significant time in the media spotlight over the past 12 months because they were suing a patient for defamation over a Google one-star review last year, and it ended up winning the case. Now, over the past decade, I've identified maybe around two dozen doctor versus patient lawsuits uh, over online reviews that had a similar winning result. Now, you see, doctors rarely win in court, and many find themselves paying their patients' legal fees as well as their own, and that's a really bad business outcome. But are there times where legal action is worthwhile? Well, the answer is maybe. I mean, the situation becomes more complicated if the practitioner can prove that it was a competitor or a vindictive party that was posting the fake reviews rather than a legitimate previous patient. Now, while such lawsuits are often more successful than lawsuits against patients, the time and costs required to win them are lengthy. So, If you did decide to pursue this avenue, it is vital that you consult with your attorney to determine what the ideal outcome is, the odds of achieving that ideal outcome, and how much it will cost to try. Now, if you want to know more about such legal proceedings, we included links in the show notes to various articles about doctors' lawsuits against patients, so you can have a read and see how these doctors dealt with these situations. Thank you very much for tuning in today. We'd love to hear what you thought about today's podcast. What are some other tips that you have used successfully to deal with negative reviews? Our medical practitioner community would love to hear your stories. Leave your comments below. And once you are there, be sure to subscribe to our blog. You'll receive instant access to our training, podcast videos, and our ebook library with valuable information to help you make the most of your time and energy to grow your business. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to catching you at the next one. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.